Chewie. We're home. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Welcome, everyone, to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today, again, if you haven't heard it already, we are talking our Holocron book club, The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster. We're doing chapters 6 through 10, um, and it's been a pretty crazy ride. <laughs> it's been really cool. Um, am I the only one that's starting to really see Leia in Rey, though? Because I know we talked about that a little bit in the last episode. We did. I feel like I got more. And now that you mentioned it, and yeah. it is my theory after all. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the one I ascribe to. So <clears throat> I uh, I definitely see it. And I, and we got to see her again in, mm-hmm. in this particular thing. So I was excited about that. Absolutely. I mean, she's got some sass. Yes, she does. <laughs> I love it though, because like in the movie, you don't get any of that. Like, I mean, yeah, she. I love how even the part because we actually got into the scene where they're escaping uh, from Nima Outpost uh, with the Tie Fighters overhead and all that kind of stuff, um, which is still really exciting to read <laughs> um, as much as seeing it. But um, what was really cool is like, I mean, they kept a lot of the "don't quit holding my hand" and all that kind of stuff. I, I liked the fire that she had of that in the movie and in the book, but you got even more of that too. Right. Where when she was flying and uh, when she was repairing the Millennium Falcon and things like that, I mean, she was pretty no nonsense. <laughs> the, there was one thing that I wanted to mention because uh-huh. um, she in the movie they mm-hmm. um, they get shot at and Finn gets knocked out and she goes over to aid him and she she's like hey what you know she does her thing and he wakes up and mm-hmm. he's like are you okay and that's the first thing that he says and mm-hmm. and she has this look like duh and like you know <laughs> um of course I'm okay but in the book it explains that that look is not duh that look is wow that's the first time in my entire life anyone's ever asked me that that broke my heart yes. um because i mean we know that she's been alone for so long. She's been, I mean, Uncar plot doesn't really count as any kind of company. Um, if anything, he's negative company. Exactly. And so with that, I mean, I I, I, I didn't realize it. I guess that really put it to the forefront because, I mean, obviously it, it, it's an obvious thing, I would think. She's right. kind of assumed she's been alone. But at the same time, it, it was just like, wow, like she really truly has been alone. She doesn't have anyone else to care for her except for herself. And Finn asked the one thing that no one has asked her in her recent memory. Are you okay? Are you Somebody okay? was concerned for her. And I almost kind of, like, I, I didn't want to because I don't subscribe to this uh, ship, I guess. Um, I, I felt a little bit between her and... I uh, felt a lot and, between them in yeah. this past five chapters, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn cracked me up at one point, too, because I know he does it kind of... Uh, well, he does do the line in The uh, in the Force Awakens, but the... Um, boyfriend? Why do you have boyfriend? to go... Yeah. You got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? Yeah, kind of remind me boyfriend. of the uh, the Mad TV short, the Can I Have Your Number? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did notice a lot of stuff between them. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying it's going anywhere. There was a lot of stuff between Luke and Leia in the first movie, too. So, I mean, sure. I'm not exactly holding my out. breath or anything. Um, yeah. Somehow I don't think they'll be related, necessarily, mm-hmm. um, brothers no. and sister. But um, who knows? 
<laughs> I mean, anything could happen. Star they Wars. They could both be Plagueis babies. There you go. Um, I think it was cool, though, that, I mean, we get to see a deeper side of that relationship, though, Definitely. whether it ends up being romantic or not. I mean, obviously, he's attracted to her. And well, yeah, to but... a degree, she seems almost intrigued, at least, by him with exactly. the longing glances and things like that. But, um, I mean, I don't feel like anything's going to come of it. But at the same time, it's cool to see her have that kind of connection. And it doesn't have to. And nothing has to come of it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. what people don't always understand is you can go, wow, that, that person's really attractive. And then you grow with them as a friend and you realize, yeah, okay, I can be friend-zoned because friends are awesome. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and it kind of goes to what we've talked about a little bit with Rogue One, with Jen and Cassian. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there was some electricity there, but it wasn't the same kind. Right. And it didn't need to be. It didn't it need lent, to be. It lent to the story, and there was a connection. Basically, it showed that they were human. Right. Out of all they've gone through, they were human. And I felt like we got that out of Ray because, I mean, as we've said before in the last episode, that we didn't get a whole lot out of Ray in the movie, but it's to lend to whatever's coming up. Exactly. You can't reveal too much about a mysterious character, and I get that. Um, but I love that the book is expanding on at least the depth of her character, showing that she is still human, that she is feeling these things, um, but it, I don't feel like it takes away from anything for her. She's still very strong, very just independent as far as, I know what I'm going to do, I know where I'm going to go, this is what's happening. Yeah, so, we need a pilot. You've got one. Exactly. <laughs> Here I am. You're welcome. She's very confident. Yes, I love oh, definitely. it. Definitely. <clears throat> um, and I love that they actually uh, talked a little bit about more of my 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 com- original complaint about her almost selling BB-8. <laughs> I love that she ended on that. And it's like I wasn't really going to sell you. I just got a thrill out of seeing him freak out when <laughs> right <laughs> when I decided not to. I and probably like, would have sold him for you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, would you? Probably. If I was that hungry and worked that hard, I would probably sell him, yes. <laughs> I, I just like how she mentioned that she just got a thrill out of it. Right. Just like, I got a thrill out of just making him miserable. That's all. That was. I thought that was really cool, kind right. of a power move for her. That's fun. <laughs> um, one thing that was different also mm-hmm. is um, when the guy comes in to say that BB-8 got away to Kylo... Mm-hmm. He's standing out at the expanse of space mm-hmm. um, instead of at a console. Right. And um, he's, you know, thinking of, you know, kind of the beauty even. And it I was... It out, yeah. It did. It, it was a very... He just knew that it was going to be fixed soon what his grandfather mm. had broken in a moment of weakness. Very psychopathic <laughs> I yes. felt because <laughs> it, it reminded me of those like I mean it's kind of a weird comparison but like the serial killers who were like this will be mine it'll all be well soon just wait and see yeah this perfect world will be here and like it was just kind of like oh gosh but like that scene was scarier in the book I felt like it was like, it, wasn't, it wasn't much different but at the same time the way they wrote Kylo Ren like it, it seemed much more intimidating and much more terrifying. Well, um, he's sitting there yeah. looking out at space, talking mm-hmm. about order and peace and justice. Like, mm-hmm. we're all the and heroes of our own mind. story. Right. <laughs> and then just 
outright lost his mind. I, I wonder if it was because it was more so from the point of view of that officer that it came up. Because we're at, in the movie, we're kind of outside looking in, and it's for both of them. But we actually got like from that officer's point of view of, oh, I hope he doesn't look back at me. I would rather him right. not look at me and all this other kind of stuff. I've never been this close. I'm not okay with this. Um, kind of things like that, especially when it was like, and he immediately snatched him forward and grabbed his throat. I was just like, hmm, okay. But, <laughs> I mean, he's still hacking at the equipment instead of the mm-hmm. people. And That's yes, true. he drugged the guy across and he, he choked him a little bit, but the guy didn't die. That's true. I mean, he just, he probably just wet himself quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, granddaddy like crushed people left and right. That's true. You made my tea that... too hot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He he utilized those high collars. Exactly. Very often. Very often. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I've been liking how Kylo has really been portrayed in this. Because uh, I mean, even though I mean we're we're not up to the point in the movie where he removes his helmet. But, not yet. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. If that gives any kind of because for me watching the movie that kind of took took me out of it. Like, oh gosh, he's just a kid. <laughs> right. I'm wondering so, how they're going to portray that, if he's still going to mm-hmm. be a kid-like person. But there's really not much left. So, um, <laughs> we're going to see Definitely. it soon. Definitely. For sure. So, yeah. So, I actually really enjoyed the, I mean, just as much as I did in the theaters, the uh, Han Solo finally coming home. I love, I love they it. gave a reference to him shooting first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, booyah. I put yep. it in the group and everything because I was so excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that earlier. <laughs> I thought that was great. It, it literally felt like just like a slight thing from the uh, from the author of, here you go. Just yeah, for you guys. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> I this love that. This one's canon now. Exactly. <laughs> so you heard it. <laughs> he at least On looks like first. a person that would shoot first, kind of. Exactly. Because he didn't shoot. He just <laughs> looked like one that would shoot. But Just looked like one, yeah. But no, I love the way that they described him um, as the old man and all that kind of stuff. Just seeing, and, and I love the, <laughs> it, it, it lended a lot to his uh, character with when they were saying he, he looked like he had been to many, been to too many worlds, seen too many things, too dealt with too many idiots. Yeah. Too quickly. <laughs> I love, exactly. I love the dealt with too many idiots. Yes. I, <laughs> I was like, you are my life, Han Solo. <laughs> it really threw me off because they kept saying how old, ancient. Mm-hmm. They kept using words like wrinkled, old, ancient, like, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, okay, <laughs> come on. It really wasn't that long ago. I mean, I know you think it is, Finn, because you're really young and, you know, whatever. Or, yeah. you know, it's, he's really not that old. He's perfectly capable, obviously. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, they didn't cross over to geriatrics. So, I mean, <laughs> he escaped that flame at least. <laughs> Elizabeth um, writes, that was epic. Han shoots first. Yes, absolutely. See, Elizabeth, that's why we love you. Yes. <laughs> Among many reasons. Among um, but many. yes. But no, I, I mean, I still kind of fanboyed when the, the, with the Chewie were home. Yeah. And I love that they didn't immediately were like, it's Han Solo. It was the description of the man who exactly. came on. And I thought it was really cool. And they didn't um, tell you it was Millennium Falcon either. 
Exactly. The the Mecon. The Mecon. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. That yeah. was the awesome. Mecon. What kind of ship is this? I mean, I we all know what it is, but still, right. it was just, I love the way it was handled. It's a cool point of view seeing it from their point of view, not knowing anything. Right. I think that's what's been the neatest thing for me reading this is that, I mean, I knew it was the Millennium Falcon that they were flying through that super destroyer and all that kind of stuff. And then I knew that it was haunted you when they right. entered the ship. I mean, obviously we all do, but they didn't. But and you so can seeing he, the way he wrote it, though, you can kind of, right. you can see it through their eyes. So absolutely. Yeah. As if meeting these characters for the first time. And that's that's what's cool. That and is. then seeing that there's such legend to these people. Um, and the different kinds of legend. Right. Like from Smuggler ben, or yes. Rebel. General. Yeah, Rebel <laughs> General, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was really, really cool. And both of them were confused about why the other one would say that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Finn. Uh-huh. How do you feel about Finn after the 10th chapter? Not as whiny as he was before. <laughs> I actually was kind of kind of uh, liking him a lot more. Um, I really in this like him. Yeah. And I like that they, um, at one point, he's mm -hmm. calling himself a stormtrooper because he's worried that Han, not to tell Han, because mm -hmm. it, with a stormtrooper in his midst. And then he even had to remind himself I'm an ex-stormtrooper. I am not a stormtrooper. Um, I have an unshakable sense of what, what is right, and that is what makes me different. It's like a personal mantra. It yes. was really cool. It was yeah. really cool, him affirming um, that. I really mm -hmm. like that. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of depth to Finn. Um, it really is. And, and I know that we're going to get even more from The Last Jedi with uh, whatever undercover operation they end up in. I'm not going to go into the spoilers for you <laughs> just in case yes <laughs> but uh but i mean I, i'm i'm really excited to see where his character develops but even in this book though there's a lot more to his character really um, that i didn't realize at i mean well you really can't realize at face value in the movie you don't realize how inexperienced a stormtrooper must be when mm -hmm. he can uh bandage a battle wound mm -hmm. in a moment even on a Wookiee mm -hmm. that's choking him <laughs> and he can't figure out how to work a chess set. Right. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like he's, and then in the other way, he's totally inexperienced and totally naive in a lot of ways. Definitely. He, he feels more, I mean, not saying that he's childish, but he feel he's got that kid like wonder to him where he's trying to find his place in the world and I mean, that's that's kind of cool to see from a stormtrooper, somebody who grew up in the first order, um, who has been in this all their life. Um, even seeing where all of a sudden he feels like it's wrong. This is not this is not how things are supposed to be. Right. I mean, I think it. it I loved it. I loved it. It, it actually kind of made me fall in love with this character uh, a lot more. And he really shows that. I mean, he's been on the run for a couple of days, mm -hmm. and I, I assume it's just a couple of days, and yeah. um, he's changed everything, and been his life has been in danger at least a handful of times. Serious, mm -hmm. we're going to die, danger. <laughs> and right. he still states, you know, I'd do it all over again. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. That's the soldier in him, I believe. I don't know. I think that's the rebel. I think that's the... Um, the okay. Yeah. His his inner rebellion. Yeah. His... Um, I can't remember what they're called in this book all of a sudden. Uh, the rebels. Resistance. Yeah, it's the resistance in him. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, it's cool seeing the change from, like you said, from the ex-Stormtrooper to finally admitting, I'm, I'm resistance. This yeah. is who I am. Well, he's um, not resistance I, yet. Well, he, in his mind, <laughs> in his mind, he is convincing himself. I mean, obviously he's part of the bigger there. lie, but yeah, he's getting there. He, he's slowly kind of retraining his brain because, I mean, you've got to imagine there was a lot of indoctrination for him for the First Order growing up. I mean, it's not like, hey, here's your suit, kid, and a blaster, go have fun. Exactly. I mean, they're like, the First Order is this. A couple of decades of strict indoctrination. Elizabeth writes, Finn is getting better. He is also growing as a character. I like his development. Reminds me of Mickey Smith. Do you happen to know who Mickey Smith is, Danny? I do not. Yes, you do. You just don't oh, do. know. Oh, Doctor Who. Doctor yes. Who. Yes. <laughs> I do. I didn't know his last name. I knew Mickey. Mickey. That's why I was yeah. like, I'm not going to just like dive into that one. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can kind of see that. I hope that's um, who you're talking about, right, Elizabeth? <laughs> I would imagine. I Y'all would were talking it. who earlier. Yeah, I, I would hate so. if I was wrong all of a sudden. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and then I was right by saying that I don't know. Yeah, saying. exactly. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it, if it is the Who reference, yeah. yes, I, I can definitely see that. Because um, I, I feel like with Finn, I mean, he, with Mickey, I kind of feel like he's more of a goofball kind of, but right. he, he can get he can get it done when he needs to get it done. Um, but he's still a little bit too goofy for me. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about Mickey, to be honest. But I mean, Finn kind of fit that as well. With I, I liked him reasoning with BB-8 and everything. It's like, dude, you got to help me out, man. Come yeah. on, let's, let's get this going. If we're going to make it, we're, we're yeah. going to have to work together. <laughs> the Ilenian system? Yeah, the Ilenian system. Yeah. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was just like, yeah, totally. That's where we're going. I have no idea what's <laughs> it's kind of gotten out of my hands. I, I don't know. One thing led to another. So. <laughs> I just didn't. I just wanted to impress a girl. That's all I right. wanted to do. <laughs> don't we all? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I could definitely see the parallels there between, between the two characters. Um, I'm definitely interested in his character a lot more than I was before. Because Finn just kind of felt secondary to me with the movie and everything like that. Um, now I, I, he's more forefront for me. He's more of a main character. So, see, I, yeah, I really. Um, she says, "Watch more, some more Doctor Who. You will see." There it. you go. <laughs> see, I know Mickey now. That, yes. Now that you've said that, I just didn't know his last name. So yeah, there you go. That so, is always gotcha. a great um, a bit of advice. Watch more Doctor Who and watch more Star Wars. Always. Oh, absolutely. Always. <laughs> but um, we got to see uh, Leia coming mm-hmm. back, and we got to see Poe. Poe. We got to see Poe escape. I really, yes. and I was so excited to see that because he's walking in the desert, and he was mm-hmm. totally out of it, amnesia mm-hmm. to the max with his concussion. And um, finally, everything starts flooding back, and he's mm-hmm. like, 
oh man, I am stuck out here, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, unlike with Finn, when the guy in the distance comes up, he actually stops and, you know, greets him. And it was really a cool exchange, you know, mm-hmm. when everything just fell out of him, where he's just admitting everything that he just did to some stranger. I just stole a TIE fighter and escaped the (laughs) death of Star Destroyer and crashed it. Ha ha. You know, and the guy goes, okay, well, obviously you're insane. And I like you for that. So I am going to rescue you and take you you to the nearest base. But it was so cool, you know. And so... There comes a point where someone's coming up on them, and um, the Blurina, I think that's how you say it. I um, think so. That's what we're going to go with for now. <laughs> is um, the rescuer, and mm-hmm. he's scared. He's like, uh, you know, they're not really getting away because the guy's shooting at them and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, give me the controls. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why should I give a madman the controls? And <laughs> and Poe's like, because I'm the best pilot you've ever met. And there the guy go. goes, what are you, insane? And he goes, <laughs> just might be. <laughs> just might be. And they switch, and sure enough, they get him away. They get oh, away, yeah. and it is, it is great. <laughs> I really like it. See, that would have been a cool, like, behind-the-scenes thing to see on, on like, the release of the Blu-ray or whatever uh, for Force Awakens. Because a lot of these scenes I feel that way about. Because um, it's just that extra little oomph. I get yeah, why it may have been cut. Yeah, those scenes are, are uh-huh. a lot of money. I mean, yeah. if, if they didn't Money's make it... Money's money. Lucasfilm. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Disney's got all the money. Um, Elizabeth says, yay! I love that part. Poe is great. <laughs> Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. I love Poe. Like I, I, love, I love his cockiness and everything. Like he's, I don't want to say that he is Han Solo. I, I feel like he's he fills that role a little bit right. in a different way though, because um, he's not necessarily the con man smuggler, but he's great at what he does. He's a little cocky, um, and I mean he he is who he is, and he knows who he is. You have um, and, to be cocky yeah. to do that job. That's true. Have you ever <laughs> met a pilot that wasn't cocky? I don't know that I've met a pilot. <laughs> okay. Well, they have to be. They're going yeah. up in tons of metal and flying it around. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a certain mentality you that sure you have to be to like be a policeman or a fireman mm-hmm. or things that you put yourself in danger on a regular basis. There's a certain personality you have to have. Confidence is one of them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, which is why I'm a podcaster. No, I'm just yes. teasing. <laughs> I'm a mom. There you go. <laughs> which You're, takes its own kind of bravery. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I can um, tell you some stories, but they're not life threatening. They're just hmm, kind of gross sometimes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wore my R2D2 shirt. Because we got to see R2-D2 today. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I thought it was cute that... um, So C-3PO is trying to Mm -hmm. find BB-8. And he realizes that he didn't turn on his long-distance tracker. So Hmm. he's confiding in his best friend, R2-D2, who is hibernating at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, you know, I made a mistake in his 
three C3PO style with his very of course um, verbal <laughs> style. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's like, well, if you were here, you'd tell me to do this. Mm-hmm. And then he's Aww. like, oh, that's perfect, R2. Thank you. That's the most <laughs> genius thing I've ever heard. So, yeah, he figured out how to find him. <laughs> yeah. You know, channeling bestie. <laughs> that's funny. It is. I mean, it's almost kind of sad, though, because you can tell he misses him with that, too. If he feels like he has to go confide in R2, even though he's the rusted tin bucket and all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, it's his best friend. They've been through literally everything. <laughs> like, whether C-3PO really remembers it or not. Right. They have been through that, yeah. you know, a lot. So... I mean, then his best friend is not there, technically. Mm-hmm. So, I-, I love that, though. The Well, if you were here, <laughs> you'd probably tell me about that. Man, I am a genius. Thank you, R2. <laughs> yes. You are a genius. He totally yes, you are a genius. gave yes. R2 the credit. It was oh, yeah, great. definitely. I, I, love, I love that pair. Uh, R2 is the best. <laughs> At the end, I read the... Because I had an issue. I'm having an issue trying to keep up with oh. this and another project and oh. <laughs> momhood and other projects. So today, I'm I'm like... Okay, five chapters. We're going to do this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I get through five chapters, and I read the last sentence, and I'm like, I wonder if I could read 11. (laughs) Now I have to wait till after the show to read 11. Oh, there you go. You know, it cut off at just the right spot um mm-hmm. just like last time i said that it almost they wrote it so that we could do this show in five chapters a week right. um <laughs> but the last chapter is you know um finn saying or han saying you know this is our stop you know they're worried that someone else has come after them and found them but no this is our spot and you're like hmm, our our stop and i was like very cool Oh yeah, definitely. So I, I think I think we planned the perfect episodic. I think so. <laughs> so there you go. Read the book in five chapters a day or a week, however you want to do not it. Not a day, unless well, not a, you've got a lot. I mean, unless of time. you just want yeah, to. Yeah, some man. people can. I just yeah. can't. <laughs> I wish I could. Definitely. I wish I could just sit there and read. I know, right? Now, now I wish that, and that was never a thing before. <laughs> I'm changing, guys. Changing. <laughs> um, I did really enjoy the exchange between Kylo and Snoke because um, we had actually had a comment way back when we first started about when we did a Kylo Ren um, episode mm-hmm. uh, talking about how what Snoke was intrigued with him was how he had the darkness and the light. Right. And I was like, I can't find that anywhere. And we're there. It was in these chapters. I think it was 10, 9? I think it was something like that. Something I think it was like 10. That. I don't know, I don't but know. Uh, in one of those chapters, it's it's during the exchange. Well, following the exchange between Kylo Hux and Snoke, um, and Snoke is talking to Kylo, and he's like, "Well, you have the darkness, but you still have the light, and any kind of creator couldn't have forged that perfectly, basically, um, which is intriguing." <laughs> because it's intriguing it's almost, to me because yeah. he was saying that, and yet. He's, I mean, Kylo is still trying to um, resist the light, yet mm-hmm. he's made of both and sounds and a little Snoke is almost hurting it. Yeah. Me. Yeah. 
I don't know. Sounded a it's... little chosen yeah. one to me. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> so you think Snoke may think Kylo is the chosen one? He might think it. I don't know. He. I yeah. just like the grin on his face when the guy left. And he's like, I'm yeah. so playing this dude. Because you didn't see that in the movie. Right. I didn't Definitely. anyway. I mean, no, not at all. I mean, in those exchanges, I mean, Snoke established his terror, basically, um, how fierce he could be and how in charge he was. Um, but at the same time, you don't get that really deeper exposition and even that look into Kylo like that. Because he does talk about there's been an awakening, have you felt it, all that kind of stuff and everything. Um, but this goes even further into this is why I chose you and this is what we're going to continue and kind of things like that. And so that kind of deeper look into Kylo Ren, um, Ben Solo, as it were, um, is actually a lot cooler uh, to see. And I- I'm wondering how that's going to play and I know I keep going to the future, but I wonder how that'll play in Last Jedi. See, I um, think he can be redeemed, personally. Mm, do you? I do. See, I don't know that he can. So that could you be You have episode. a very more strict <laughs> um, moral code than I do. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll hash it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I really enjoyed seeing that deeper that, that deeper dive into Kylo um, as a character and why he is the way he is kind of thing. I mean, obviously, we don't get all of that, but it's more than we got in the movie, um, and it, it's cool. It's kind of like a behind-the-scenes kind of like, hey, we didn't say this, but here you go, little nugget. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, really no, like I, I do too. I definitely loved all that. So yeah, so Han, Kylo, Ray, Finn, everything in these chapters. It's awesome. Yeah, we got a little bit of everybody. I thought mm-hmm. it was very well-rounded. Oh, yes. Loved it. <laughs> I can't wait till the next ones. I think I might not wait till the last minute this time. Maybe. I'll be right there with you. See, see, I, I, I was so close. Almost didn't finish. Um, but I ended up going to go visit my niece. So in case you guys Aria. don't know, I have a new niece. Yes. I told you. I, I, got her, <laughs> I got her name stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, she's beautiful, she's perfect, and all that kind of stuff. So I spent a little bit too much time there and really was cutting it close today. But but yeah, but I mean, come on, newborn baby. Can't help it. I melted. <laughs> but yeah, so cool. <laughs> so did we have anything else you wanted to add, or did we have any comments or anything like that? Um, no, we're, I think, is Elizabeth, did you have anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> or anybody else watching? I, there's only two, and there. I think one of them's me. Oh, well. <laughs> cool. No, I think we're good, unless she's typing. I think we're good. Typing. Okay. Awesome. Well, cool. well, all right. So, guys, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up this episode 41, right? Yes. Episode 41. So, episode 41 of Holocron Book Club, Castle Run Weekly, um, for The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster. Um, so, guys, we will be meeting again next week, live on live Facebook. On Facebook. Um, we're working on kind of some things to maybe open it up to some of you guys who aren't on Facebook. Um, yes. Because we want everyone to be able to join us. Um, and so definitely be looking out for that update. If we get it going by next week, we will absolutely let you know. <laughs> but we are working on some things behind the scenes to open it up to all y'all. Because unfortunately, Instagram and Twitter, their live stuff is 
not quite as easy for two people in two different states. No. <laughs> people so, that have never met, technically. Right. <laughs> Technically. Technically. She's just, she's just the girl on the screen, so not much season. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys. So, if you haven't already, um, definitely join our Facebook group. Um, we updated the name <laughs> to Kessel Run Weekly Smugglers. We were um, getting us... confused. I was getting confused. Yeah. Yes, because it was just Kessel Run Weekly and Kessel Run Weekly. Yeah. So, we want to make sure that we get it right. And you guys are awesome. So, Cool. <laughs> so be sure to join our group. Um, it's on our page linked already. So all you got to do is just hit the little button and it's there for you. Um, visit our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. And you can find us on just about every social media at Kessel Run Weekly. Uh, we're mainly on Instagram and Facebook, um, but we are building our Twitter. It yes. is going to happen. <laughs> I'm we, no we longer in charge of Twitter. So oh. you are lucky. <laughs> social media is not my strength. We all so strong in everything else. Though. Know thyself. <laughs> Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, guys. So. Just be sure to tune in to our uh, other episode this coming Friday where we talk with Kenny the Pirate um, about uh, Galaxy's Edge and Disney Parks. He's got some insight for us um, being a Disney insider uh, with his KennyThePirate.com and CharacterLocator.com. Um, so tune in for that for a lot of cool stuff coming from the Disney parks. Um, and until next time, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>